Wondering what happened on July 1st in baseball history? We're here to give you a few cool stories about July 1st. Folks, welcome to This Day in Baseball. Every piece of history starts with a birthday. Of the hundreds of players that were born today, a special birthday call-out goes to Roger Connor, who was the original home run champ before he was taught by Babe Ruth, and he was born in 1857. In the same token, careers start with debuts. Today's debut, the chairman of the board, Whitey Ford, who debuted in 1951 for the New York Yankees. Welcome to the lightning round of baseball history for July 1st. Before Robin gives us a rundown on today's highlights, I have a quick piece of trivia for you. Who was the first player to hit a home run in each of three consecutive at-bats? The answer is going to come at the end of the show. Now here's Robin to tell you a little bit about July 1st in baseball history. No hitters were thrown on this date by Hall of Famers Walter Johnson and Bob Feller in 1920 Johnson fires a 1-0 gem against the Boston Red Sox, losing a perfect game on a Bucky Harris era. In 1951, Feller got his third career no-hitter, tying the record of Cy Young and Larry Cochran as Cleveland beat Detroit 2-1. Two historic parks also opened on this date. In 1910, White Sox Field opens as the White Sox played to a crowd of 24,000, but lose 2-0 to the St. Louis Browns. The field would go on to be renamed Comiskey Park after team owner Charlie Comiskey. And in 1920, the St. Louis Cardinals opened Sportsman's Park with a 6-2 loss to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Sportsman's Park would go on to be the backdrop for seven St. Louis Cardinal World Championships and the fantastic career of Stan Musial. That was July 1st, this day in baseball. Thanks, Robin. You can find her at robinsays.com. There's a link in the show notes. Now, here's a quick hint about the trivia. One year, he played in only 125 games, but he collected 147 runs batted in on a team that won the National League pennant. As you can tell, we just love baseball history. And this podcast is brought to you by Vintage Baseball Reflections. That's our sister company. That's where you can connect with over 50 years of baseball history told to you by those who were there, the way fans just like you heard it happened. And today's featured radio calls at VintageBaseballReflections.com, July 1st, 1953, when the St. Louis Browns take on the Chicago White Sox. And then we also have a little bit more recent, the 1962 New York Yankees take on the Los Angeles Angels with Phil Rizzuto on the call. If you want to listen to those games, jump on over to VintageBaseballReflections.com. And to make it easy for you, you could just click on the uh, sh- link in the show notes. And the first seven days are on me. And after that, if you type in this day in baseball at the checkout, you'll get a great discount for the membership section. Now, here's a trivia answer you've been waiting for. The player was none other than Cap Anson. He was taking advantage of the short left field fence in Chicago's Lakefront Park which at 180 feet was one of the shortest in Major League Baseball history. Anson was credited with home runs and three straight at-bats on, on August 6, 1884. That was the only season where balls hit over, the, over that fence were counted as home runs. Previously, balls hit over it were ruled two base hits. 1884 was the only year that Lakefront Park hosted Major League games. 
And the year he had 147 RBIs in 125 games was 1886 when he was playing, of course, for the Chicago Stockings. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this show, uh, click on that plus sign or the thumbs up sign to subscribe. And please share us with your friends who love baseball history as much as you do.